What is happening, beautiful people? It's your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, the podcast for all cultures, the podcast with the purpose. Our mission statement comes in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that is he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So this platform has been built on the pillars of respect, communication and consistency so we get to know each other so we can love one another. We have a segment called The Makings of You, where we have our guests to come on and we have a one-on-one conversation with them. And we ask them about their childhood, their upbringing, their perspective on life and points of view. Then they come back on with a panel of all our other guests and we have a discussion about hair, makeup, child welfare, beauty standards, you name it. All things to deal with culture and things to deal with life because that's how we can have growth, conversation, and understanding. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure to follow and subscribe. Also go to our website where you can find the rest of our content as well as our merchandise at everythingculture.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, IG, as well as TikTok. We're all over. But we want to say thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your love. And if you'd like to be a guest, make sure to go to our website at everythingculture.com and go to contact and leave your information and we will follow up with you soon. Thank you so much. God bless. Peace. I'm tired of seeing the videos of us never, you know, having a, uh, 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 being able to have a, you know, a dog in a fight because we fucking just like, oh shit, why you got a gun and I don't? Just, you know, like, wasn't Ahmad, uh, Ahmad Arbery, was that his name from the mm-hmm. summer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that shit, like, okay, I get it. You jogging, you don't want to have a heavy ass gun on you. But the fact that them niggas was just like, yo. There's so many. There's so many small pistols that you can run, especially for men, because y'all have loose clothing when y'all run yeah. versus mm-hmm. women. If I wear my gun, I have to have like a gun, a, a waist thing to put my gun in to conceal my gun to run with it. Even if I go to the recreation center where there's other people working out, mm-hmm. I still run with my gun. And and just just think about, you know, with the, the, going back to the Mod Arbor situation, them, them, them men were arrogant enough to be like, we're gonna trap this nigger and shoot him. Yes, they were hunting. That was a yeah, hunt. They were hunting niggas. Yeah. Yo, if that is what's going on in those southern areas, they don't do that shit up here. They ain't crazy enough to. But if that's what's going on in them southern areas, please have them things on y'all, yo. Yeah. I'm tired of seeing my brothers and sisters getting killed. Now, don't get it twisted. Now, if you got it in your car and you get pulled over, in my opinion, I tell the cop to take the shit out. I'm like, yo. My gun is in. My legally licensed gun is in my um. Let my me tell you, drawer. Could you come get it out for me? Let I me don't tell want no you. Problems. <laughs> I, I was on my way to work, and this is the first time I got pulled pulled over. It was last year. Mm-hmm. I was thirty two, and 
it was a black woman that pulled me over and she tried to say that I went through a stop sign and I didn't, but she was, it was the end of the month. She trying to meet her quota. Yeah, so I, was quota, like, quota. I was in a good mood. I had my gun out in like the middle console and she could see it. She mm-hmm. didn't act shit about it. She didn't mention it. I didn't mention it. She just told me her name. She mm-hmm. asked me how I was doing it. She was like, I pulled you over because you um didn't stop long enough at the stop sign or some shit. And I was like, okay. She went yeah. to her car, wrote me the ticket, and I was done. So okay. I people perpetuate sometimes what can possibly happen if you have a gun. It really yeah. doesn't be like that, but some police officers are dicks. Exactly. And I'm not talking like, okay, you have, you caught yourself a black woman. Yeah. A black, what's understood in our culture is what's understood. She yeah. knew your gun was out. She was like, she must clearly have a license for this. I'm yes. in an open carry state. I'm not going to bother her. I know she ain't going to shoot me. Go on, give yeah. it a ticket. Let me get up out of here. Yeah. You can't do it with scared white people. We've learned <laughs> that that's not how they work. <laughs> they get triggered by the littlest thing. And if mm-hmm. you don't want to lose your life, don't need to be tough. No, you know what? Just, I'm going to throw this in there because it was such a great movie. I don't know if you saw it, but I'm encouraging all of y'all. The topic we're talking about, go watch American Skin. That shit there. Mm-hmm. If you've yeah. seen that movie, this topic that we're talking about right now, there's a discussion that needs to be had that needs to be had by police and the black culture that is in that movie. That uh, uh, Nate 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 Turner Nate Nate Turner that's his name. Yeah, made a great movie that should get a fucking uh, Oscar nod. It will not, but it <laughs> we know why. <laughs> we know why because it goes against everything America stands for, especially yeah. with black you know police officers and blah blah blah. But word is born. Yo, everything in that movie is it needs to be discussed today by by blue blue lives and black lives. You know, yeah. what I mean, it has it has to be discussed because it was it was a very very good movie and the way they put that shit together uh, made a lot of shit make sense. But you know, you know, I I I, uh, <clears throat> I digress. We get back to these messages. Hold up. <laughs> nigga weird is not even the question that weird ain't even answering we got white on white crime yo I'm, I think it's hilarious I'm sorry that shit is hilarious to me oh shit that's facts yo they been playing hunting they been playing hunger games out here they playing hunger games for real uh, all, all I'm saying is I'm tired of seeing them play hunger games that's all I'm yeah. saying Especially in open carry states, I want, I want my brothers and sisters to protect themselves, man. Like, there's no reason we shouldn't be in those states where, you know, the law is made to help protect ourselves. You know what I mean? But uh, once again, we have gotten ninety miles away from the main topic. People in the room, <laughs> what night stand? And had do you have a success story? We are trying to let y'all know that you can have a one night stand. And be the number one option. You can be a, a wife. You can be a husband. It doesn't matter, you know, um, how fast you did it. It's about, in my opinion, how much you do. So mm-hmm. we got male, female listeners out there. Please let us know, you know, any stories you have about one night stands, how it worked out for you. We had a few people that had, you know, uh, ten year um, relationships afterwards. Uh, you know, a few you know, multiple year relationships and some people that, you know, uh, got dumped immediately. So we're just trying to hear your perspective. We're a judgment free zone here. We are not judging anybody. Make sure you follow myself and she gets it. Uh, and uh, content controversy is what we do over here on the, on the Dungeon Show. We want, you know, <laughs> to come over 
and uh, you know, give us your opinion. You know, speak with me, and uh, she gets it, and let us know how you're feeling out there. So, um, but uh, back to you, young lady. So, yeah. uh, so because I'm trying to get back on topic. <laughs> okay. So you you mentioned earlier that mm-hmm. um, how to get people who women who have been one night stands or men who have been one night stands to be number one, right? Uh-huh. I I don't believe in number one. Oh yeah, yeah, I, that's I, so go ahead. Why I, I believe that you either the only, and if I gotta be number one, that means there's also other numbers, right? Uh, okay. I'm not being in no position to be number one, and I don't want to be your first priority. I want you to be your first priority because you have to check yourself before you can be good for anybody else in your life. So I should never be number one in your life. If somebody tells me I'm number one in their life, that means there's something else that they're not doing right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I be- I also believe that when you're in relationships or you have relationships with people, whether it's friendships, uh, romantic ships, or partnerships in business, I feel like you only have people for moments. And when yeah. people start to understand that you have people for moments, no matter if you love those people or those people are good to you or whatever, yeah. you start to appreciate the time you spend with people and stop trying to own people and stop trying to take over control of, of this moment in your life because things change, life changes, and it's not always going to be great. It's not always going to be shitty. It's not always going to be uh, full of uh, unsureness. And so I start to look at my moments with people as moments with people. And I don't make um, future expectations in the fact that, we gonna have forever because forever doesn't exist. I can't even have my kids forever. So uh-huh. when you're looking at people as in moments in time, uh-huh. forget about how long you're gonna be here. Are you gonna stay? Do you really love me? You stop questioning that dumb shit. Yep. Listen, I don't know. I don't know if y'all see why her screen name is what it is, <laughs> but she gets it. Like, yeah, I need y'all to get it. You know what I mean? Like, this shit is, it's, it's, I get it. Some people are like, hey, I never even thought about this shit. But, you know, that's the way things are working out here. And these are things you need to look at when dealing with people or dealing with somebody long term and before you're going to invest your time. You know what I mean? Make sure that you understand this person is worth it. You know what I mean? Male or female, make sure that this person is worth your time and you're not just, giving your time because time is something you cannot get back. Thanks. So do not just give it to anybody. You know what I mean? And the, the problem with what we're talking about is honestly, y'all giving time to anybody. Not all y'all, but you know, some of y'all are just giving time to anybody and it's a bunch of loser ass motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, then the people that I get it, it's not cool, you know, because what, what uh, people see nowadays as lame is not cool to be with but at the end of the day, when you see people in successful relationships, most of the time they're like, "Damn, they were the person that I thought would have been lame." Mm-hmm. You know, he's an engineer. He, uh, you know, works for whatever company for this long. He never mm-hmm. wore the dopest clothes, but he always, you know, was dressed right and smelled good. But mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, didn't have tattoos and all that. So I thought he was whack. But it's like, nah, man. Like, what it is is like, there's such a lack of love for morals nowadays mm-hmm. that when you 
somebody like that, you naturally, but they're lame. You got morals. You got respect for shit. I, I'm not into that. I want a nigga that's out here disrespecting his mama. <laughs> you that's know what I mean? Stupid. Like, what is that? That's so stupid to me. Like, you want somebody with a good character. And for me, a, a lot of a lot of my male friends, um, <laughs> they think I'm crazy when I say my ideal person would be somebody that's equally passionate in what they do and loves what they do and mm-hmm. possibly works a job where every day is different and they don't they're not going to be able to come to that place that we share every day. Yeah. They're going to understand that today creatively for two days, you might not see me. I'm going to be in this part of the house and they're going to be comfortable. They're going to be able to go about their business and not have their emotions in it and think they did something wrong or up to something like you understand me creatively to know that I don't want to be around you right now, just because I don't want to be around you right now. I need to be focused on this. And a lot of people don't understand that. So when I tell them like, if if I was married, I need a, a house big enough to where sometimes it'll feel like I'm there by myself. Yeah, you can go escape. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to see the person I'm with every day. So there, I feel like there is a man that understands like I want you to be equally engulfed in your thing, and I want to be equally engulfed in my thing. But when we make time for each other, ain't no phones, ain't no yeah. outside people interfering in that shit, and you have um, okay. so. So now my question to you with what you're saying is what if the man that you, you're looking for has that same um, feeling where he's like, all right, I'm cool with that because I also need my space away. Yes. Right? I, I, you know, but now what if it's different? What if he's like, you know, don't call me, don't text me, no nothing. Like what if you're like, because now, and I'm just throwing myself in, it, in this mm-hmm. because for me, <clears throat> I'm, I'm about consistency. So in a relationship, I need to hear from my woman, you know, on a daily basis. We don't have to see each other, but I, you know, we just need to converse with you, check in with you, see how you're doing. But yeah. as far as you, you still going to do your own thing. You know what I mean? You go, oh, you're not going to see me. You're going out with oh, the yeah. girls. I'm going to talk to you. I'm not going to have you wondering about me, but you, we not about to talk five times during the day. No, no, no. You know, it don't yeah. even need to be all that. He's look, we, I need to make sure you're alive. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, how you doing? You know, I miss you. Wanted to see you, blah, blah, blah. Done. Like, it don't need to be, all right, let me call you in another five minutes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing but, that because you know what? The most, beautiful thing, the most beautiful thing with relationships with people, period, is mm. being around them and then not being around them. And then when you come together, you really want to be immersed within them. I really mm. want to know how you're feeling. I really want to know how the past two days were for you I really like I really miss you I felt what it felt like to miss you people yeah. who are in somebody's face every day calling them facetiming them having all this yeah. fucking access your relationship is not gonna last long because you've been fucking eating it up too much yeah and that and that's the whole thing is like if you're just looking for someone to keep you company that's not a relationship listen like now you now you just got somebody who's like Oh, I'll be there because you need me to be there. But you could get all kinds of shitty people that have nothing but free time. Listen, <laughs> and that's a turn off for me when a man has too much fucking free time for me. Mm-hmm. I don't want you because there is something that you need to be doing right now because we all have something to do that you're yep. not doing for whatever reason, and you need to work through that. Yep, we, I don't we should both. To... No, go ahead. I don't ever want to tell my man what time it is. 
Yeah, no. Me, with me, me and my girl, same situation. It's like, yo, we we both have groups of friends that we should be doing things with. It shouldn't just be, oh, I, you know, I'm all about you. It's like, yo, yeah. Now we could do things with those. We could interact with those groups. But when she, it's cool with me when she called me. Hey, I'm a uh, me and my girls are going out for drinks tonight. Have fun. See you later. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not gonna call interrupt. Call me when you get home. Don't call me while you're out with your girls. What do I want to listen to you trying to talk to me while there's a bunch of loud music and people in the background? No. Call me when you get home and get in the bed. <laughs> Let me know you're good. That's it. I don't like this. This it is. It's funny because people don't understand the signs of an insecure person as opposed to someone who cares for you. You know what I mean? Like insecure person, but like call me every five minutes while you're out with a girl and FaceTime. Let me make sure you ain't with all the niggas. You know, somebody who's who just cares for you. You know what? Go have fun with your friends. Hit me when you get in the crib and you about to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I mean, people don't get that now. It's like, oh, no. I don't want to be bothered at all. I'm like, listen, if you don't want to be bothered at all, don't be in a relationship. You really got to understand if you're not trying to be with nobody. Like, you're not going to meet people. Why I am not in one. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, people people like to be be like, but why are you single? Why you why you say it like that? Why is that such a negative thing from the jump? Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Like you could be sick because I know myself, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm still because I actually want to be. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not what was me. This is I want to be this way. I'm good. I don't want anybody in my life right now. Yeah. And it's because I'm lonely and can't get nobody. It's because I'm actually not one of these toxic people out here fucking things up for everybody else. I don't have enough emotions to go around honestly and authentically to to play with someone's feelings and be like, I want to be in something that I don't. So mm-hmm. until I meet somebody that's as honest and upfront and direct with me and doesn't put my feelings first, they put the truth first, I'm going to be by myself. Yeah. And like I said, as I said a long time ago, y'all ain't changing shit. Yes. When it comes to men, I can't stress enough. You ain't changing shit. Literally play these messages. The, the, what, the way I kind of see it is, is the one night stand is kind of like the candle that burns brightest. I mean, it, it's incredibly hot and incredibly intense for uh, a good solid amount of time. But that flame goes out very quickly. And once it goes out, there's nothing left to rekindle. All right, Eric. So you, you came in late. And mm. I changed one man's mind. I'm about to change yours too, probably. So... Mm-hmm. The Pearl One Night Stand show. <laughs> we're, we're trying to explain how you can have a one night stand and still be considered for a relationship. So you're telling me, Eric, that if you have a one night stand with a woman that happened organically, not you got she got in the car, I was like, I'm gonna suck your dick to the morning time. Mm-hmm. Just organic, got a nice dinner, good conversation. You're attracted to her. She checks off everything on your list, blah, blah, blah. You go back to your house, you know, y'all talk a little bit more, you have a few more drinks, and things happen. You know, she doesn't do too much in the bedroom. You know, it's a nice casual sexual encounter and consensual sexual encounter. You all of a sudden go tell me the next day, like, well, nah, I'm not interested anymore because you gave it up to me the first night. Even though you had the time of your life and this woman meets all of your requirements, you're not going to be like, well, let me see where this goes. Come back and holler at your boy now. Now, now that you took that perspective, Eric, I'm hoping <laughs> I took your name correctly. <laughs> Next message. 
when I had one night stands, I feel like the guys didn't take me serious no more. So, mm. yeah, I messed up on all that. Like, <sighs> so yeah. All right, JG11. Now I gotta ask some questions. <laughs> I got some questions for you. Why? Why did you? Why would you go in? on a one night stand and I'm asking I'm not judging why would you go on a one night stand and wanting it to be more or being surprised how someone takes you after that when is their personal is their personal choice to think whatever they want to think of you when you allow what you allow so if that's a gamble that you're not prepared to take you Uh should have never did the one night stand because people do have that option of not wanting to take somebody seriously that did a one night stand, but it also wouldn't wouldn't bother some people about that one night stand. But I also feel like that's a gamble you take when you do have a one night. And you're a hundred percent right. So, uh, people, now we get it. You know, we're gonna throw this in there. You know, you also have to remember if you don't want to risk the fact that somebody might just have the standard. Whereas I don't fuck with people that fuck me on the first night. Yeah, then just don't do it. You know what I mean? You, 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 first of all, like you, you could, you're having conversations on this date. You could also, if you like, I wouldn't want to fuck this person. Talk, talk about it, but in a subtle way. Mm-hmm. You, you ask that question, be like, man, um, how do you, you know, feel about one night stand people? And then let them answer that question. But I can't stand them. I would never deal with somebody at a one night stand. Okay, <laughs> put your dick in your vagina back in your pants. And don't expect anything to happen tonight if you want to continue on with this person. But, you know, that's your job to find that out. Yeah. You know, it's what that person you're dealing with, what their belief system is. You know, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to try it. And then, yeah, it, it may fuck you up for some people. Some people are like, nah, bro, I don't deal with that at all. And now you're like, damn, I'm out of the running. Yeah. But you should have talked to the person. And found out what their belief systems were, and what they were like. I keep, uh, you know, I keep stressing how important communication is. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna sit here like just freestyle shit because you can't. <laughs> you know, you can't freestyle. You have to find out how important communication is and what it means. Um, uh, uh, what it means to certain people with one night stands. So, um, but back to uh, what was the name? J J something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Young lady, I need to know what kind of one night stand experiences you had and why it didn't work out. Because as I said from the beginning of the show, my motto is not about you know how soon you do it; it's about how much you do. So, mm-hmm. Jay, how, how much were you doing mm-hmm. one night stands? Well, you said that never worked out for me because you know, or were these niggas giving you signs where they were like, ah, if I fuck on the first date, I'm not. You just you didn't listen or what? But I, I need to know. Because we're gonna try and correct this for you. Not saying and, you know, go ahead. And don't forget that some men lie to get the pussy. That's just what they do, and that's a gamble you take also. Yeah. Yeah, uh Jay, were you were you dealing with liars, you know, who were just trying to smash and you fell for it? Or are you like a super, super freak and you just did too much? And niggas was like, Oh no. <laughs> nah, I ain't the first one she did on this bitch. So hit hit his back, Jay. I need to know so we can help help fix you in your one night stand situation. Let's put this other message we got in here. Oh, Shan, yes, I truly understand why you're single. Single, <laughs> and um, I just want to say, you guys, sorry about this echo. Like I said, I'm at work. 
Um, but yeah, Shan, I truly understand why you're single. I get that because I am the same way. Um, I agree with you, Dungeon. <laughs> you know, and when I'm out with my friends, I want to be able to hang out with my friends. I want to let you go and hang out and do your thing and be with your friends. And yeah, I'm going to call you when I get home and let you know that I'm good, that I'm safe. Like there has to be a level of uh, maturity and people have to understand, you know, you need space. That's what makes relationships grow and make people stronger because you have to have space for one another. She's 100% right. You know, can, can we have some time to miss each other? Yes. <laughs> why you, Why you think um, your great-grandparents' marriages probably worked longer? Because there was no FaceTime. There was no yeah. cell phone. You only yeah. called people when they were away from the home if it was an emergency and somebody died. That's why when people hear a phone ring, older people, they get scared. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So oh. <laughs> Today we got we got too much fucking access to people who are going to come back home. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, and and back to your same question about our grandparents. This is during, especially if you black. Mm-hmm. These are times where if you came home at night, you was lucky. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So people, of course, you're like, you know, I'm so happy my husband made it home tonight. I get to sleep with him again. Thank God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now, like you said. FaceTime, texting, apps, you know, living together, all that. He's like, yo, please, like, I don't need that. You know what I mean? So I, I get it. But it's, it's you know, it, communication is still going to always be a major variable in any relationship. Any relationship. There can't be survival in a relationship with no communication. You know what this in relationships is to me and one that I miss uh-huh. being within the essence of a person's presence but not saying shit uh-huh. that's facts and you get that benefit when you're in a relationship you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, you, it doesn't always that shit ain't always gotta be said it's just like yo I love this person they love me we just lay up on each other and chill mm-hmm. you know, we don't have to have a talk we know what each other wants but either way, communication comes with it. But um, I get a lot of people are like, yo, I'm not really down for all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not down for it. Then a relationship probably isn't for you because it's going to be hard to make that relationship continue to work. Yeah. <laughs> with no kind of communication. You know what I mean? So, I don't, but but that's I guess it's the new rules of today where everybody's like, ah, you oh, know, I, I, hate- I don't. I can do. I can freestyle this, and it's like mm. I hate today's rules, and I'm not. I don't do rules. I don't do traditional. I want to be excited about my husband when I'm in my 80s, and all I could do is gum him down. Mm. See, and before we get to the next message, I, I also want to go on the fact that it seems like uh, polyamorous relationships <clears throat> are what's becoming popular now. Why I'm glad I'm off the market because this mm-hmm. that that shit. All polyamorous relationships appear to be, to me, in my opinion, are a bunch of single people who actually communicate with each other. That's yep. it. Yep. I haven't heard the benefits. I'm like, because they're like, well, we're polyamorous, so we sleep with other people, but we talk. I'm like, okay, so you are single people that talk to each other. 
of like is instead of the single people who are like, I ain't gotta explain shit to you. I'm like, that's the only uh, difference of polyamorous people in my opinion. Are polygamous people the ones that live in house with each other and cohabitate? Yeah. Yeah, so polygamy is where you marry, I believe. Okay. And all live together. Polyamorous is where you, you're dating and you date multiple people and you have to be transparent about what you're doing mm-hmm. with those people. So you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm dating five other people. These are my spouses. You know, this is who I'm fucking, blah, blah, blah. But you still get to go out and do it. And that's it. That's why I was like, I don't understand the difference in just being single. <laughs> you know, besides the fact that in being single, you just don't have to say anything at all. You know what I mean? You just be single and that's it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's get to some of these messages. The guys that I had one night stands with, they still. Now that was a baby crying. I didn't know what you did. <laughs> the guys that I had one night stands with, I mean, they still dealt with me or whatever like that, you know. But just for like a couple of months, and that was it, you know. They just disappeared, just stopped talking to me, you know. And that hurted me. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. It's life. But that really did hurt me. And like, when they stopped, when a lot of guys stopped talking to me, I just said, bump it. I just stopped talking to people. And I just went cold. Stopped talking to people and turned celibate. I said, let me stop worrying about these guys. You know, because everybody I talk to just out talking to me, so that just made me real mad. All right, she get, we got a we got a case here. How are we gonna have the young lady? I think I think you shouldn't have shut down, but I think you should have changed your approach because you didn't say the guy; you said the guy. That means you know one person uh, stopped talking to you, and you tried the next person. But you dealt with them the same way, and then they stopped talking to you. So you you reached your threshold of dealing with guys, but you you cut yourself off too soon. You should have changed the way your approach. So instead of me have a one night stand with this one, since the last one was didn't go my way, let me not have a one night stand and see if this person has anything mentally to offer. Anything? Do I actually like this person as a person minus the possible dick that might happen? And then eventually, if you think you want the possibility of a dick, and it comes, then you appreciate it more, and then they appreciate you more because they spent the time getting to know you in the process. Some people, you don't even need to spend the time to get to know. So, uh, one, I agree with everything she gets just said, uh, Jay, but two, it's, it's, you're out here serial dating, it seems. Um, so, serial dating's a whole other game. But yeah. uh, you definitely... It also sounds like you might be getting fooled. Like it might be a few of these niggas that that do the whole, oh, I want a relationship thing, and and then they trick you, and you know they fuck later on and they leave you. So you like once again, as I said before when this first started, how is your whole odometer, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Jay? I need to know. Like, can can you tell myself and she gets it? What are the signs of a male hoe? Mm -hmm. Tell us that then all right, we might need to come with a different approach. But right now, I feel like you may not know the signs of a male hoe because it seems like that's what you keep getting. And we're yeah. trying to get you out of the place of dealing with male hoes. So when you have these one-night stands, <clears throat> they can be successful and it won't be a guy 
talking to you and then leaving you, you know, a few months down the line. It'll be a guy talking to you and then marrying you mm-hmm. or wifing you <laughs> a few months down the line. You know what I'm saying? Next message. Yes, Shan, that's why I fuck with you. <laughs> See, Shan, me and you, <laughs> we we get this. We understand this. Yeah. I don't want to be in a traditional relationship. And I remember telling you and um, Greg that I've been with my oldest three kids' father on and off for 20 years. And I'm like, I don't want to do this traditional, you know, let's get married and things like that. I'm just not a traditional girl, you know. I, I like to bend the rules a little, to be a rebel, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's why I fuck with you the way I do, Shan, because me and you, we think alike. We're here. We're on the same level. We understand each other. We get each other. You feel me? That is facts. So I have a confession to make. Okay. I was sitting here this whole time like, yo, who the fuck is this Shan person they keep talking to? Like, I was like, Shan. I'm like, neither of us have screen uh, screen names that deal with Shane. Yeah, and uh, the pro, I was like, oh, it's a Shane. But I was like, that they're talking to her. I was like, who yeah. is? I was like, yo, Shane. Blah, blah blah. I'm like, um, I don't know who y'all niggas are talking to, but ain't yeah. no Shane room. Like, I looked at, I was yeah. like, oh, I'm talking with Shane. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what? I never call anybody by their government or they, even their nickname. I just call them by the avatar. Oh, so my that, name. My name is Chantal, but Shan is easier to say for most people, so I put Shan. Oh, okay, cool. Because I was just, I was sitting there like, Yo, who are they talking to? You keep asking somebody. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to let them rock. But I, I get it now. Okay, good. Now that, that's all, that truth is off my chest. Okay. <laughs> Go to the next message. Yes, I do have a baby in the background. <laughs> He's one years old, and that relationship was an epic fail. I was with him for three years. Epic he treated me so wrong and I still stayed with him and kept getting pregnant, having all his, having kids and everything. So yeah, but I learned from that situation. So I'm out of that situation, I learned and I moved on. As long as we learning, I love it. We learning, but Shan, I feel like we're gonna have to help uh Jay. I I feel like she needs some help. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's I feel like she's a good spirited person and she keeps Fallen into the wrong guys because you know she had a baby by a guy she don't fuck with. You know, what I mean, she said the one night stand guys leaving her. So, uh, Shan, uh, I'm uh, sorry, not Shan. Um, Jay, maybe you don't need to be part of this one night stand life. You know, no, we we gonna put you in the Shan life and we gonna play the long game. Go on, yeah. kick it to it. <laughs> I um I think you should just reserve yourself more and give yep. people small pieces of you and not slices of you, mm-hmm. um, and only deal with people who have something to bring to the table or invest in you, and treat your pussy like a hot pocket. You earn it, okay? It needs to cook. It mm-hmm. needs to simmer, and then you may have it, okay? And I think the longer you give people time to show themselves and reveal themselves, then you will have a better picking. It's like fruit. You just don't pick up a fruit when you see it 
with a bunch of fruit. You look at it, you inspect it, you feel it, you touch it, you spend time, and then you put it in your basket because that's the best piece of fruit. Treat mm-hmm. treat yourself just like that. Mm-hmm. There you go, Jay. We want you, we want you to switch to the long game. Yeah. Because I'm tired of these niggas taking advantage of you, Jay. You know what I mean? You're getting these niggas, they're not committing, you know, they, they're getting you pregnant. And, you know, they're not doing what they need to do. I want you to get somebody who is going to do what you want them to do. What did you say? I've had an ex, my first ex, right? (laughs) And this man is still trying to make something out of nothing. And um, (laughs) he uh, said to me, I don't, he was like, I think you don't like the way I eat pussy. I said, I don't. And he was like, well, I don't like the way that you suck dick. I said, I know, because I don't like sucking your dick. Mm-hmm. And we started to have an honest conversation. And um, this is after we've had our relationship and it didn't work. And he was yeah. like, I just feel like if I like you and I care about you and I love you and you like me and I want to fuck and we fuck, I feel like that should be enough for you. I said, that's not, that's not how I fuck. That's not how you see me. If I mentally don't want you, I don't like you mentally. Yeah. Physically, there's not gonna be there's not gonna be nothing for me to get off from from you physically. And then and then if you're not trying to learn how I like to be fucked and do that, then you're wasting your time. Uh Mm-hmm. And I I go along with that where I'm like, okay, so we we're trying to teach each other something, and we're trying to have a prolonged situation where we have to we have to learn more about each other. But my whole thing is like, if if you're not into that person, mm-hmm. don't bother learning about them. Yeah, you know why? Because it's not gonna be gen- perfect example. Not gonna be genuine. If I'm into you. Mm. You ain't gonna have to tell me how to figure out how to eat your pussy. I'm gonna show you how to eat pussy. <laughs> and you know what? If I meant you, and if I was doing something wrong, you're like, "Yo, eat my ass before you eat pussy." Then that's what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? But if not, you could talk to somebody to you blow in the face. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna get what you want because somebody has to want to do that for you. Yeah. You know. If, if anything, like I look at it like this: when people, when you tell somebody that, and then you're like, "Oh well, what I like, I like my pussy in this way, and I, I like to be fucked this way," and the guy's gonna be like, "Listen, I don't like you like that." Exactly. And that's it. I'm not doing. I'm not gonna do but the bare minimum. Listen, <laughs> I don't fuck with you like that. I don't fuck with you the long way. Hello? When 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 I'm with a man and I really love that man and I want to make sure that he's pleased all the time because that's what you really like somebody, you really love somebody, you want to learn them and you want to time and know them. I want to figure out a way to woe them every day. I want yeah. to figure out a way. If I wowed you with dick sucking and pussy tossing, mm-hmm. I'm going to better tomorrow and I'm educating myself on how I could do it better. I'm asking questions. I yeah. you know, after we fuck and we might be all sweated out, I might hit you with the 
So what my pussy feel like? What is it like in there? You know? <laughs> and yeah. and if if the person doesn't care for you to know, if the mm-hmm. person doesn't care for you to have feedback, that's another sign that somebody doesn't give a fuck about you being pleased when they right. don't do your opinion on shit. Yes, exactly. Like they, these are all red flags, people. Like when you're dealing with somebody and you were talking about when you try to get in deeper with them. Because we're we're starting at the, the the first point, which is the one night stand. So just for the new listeners, we're starting out where we're trying to basically say people who do one night stands should not automatically be kicked out of the running for primary positions in your life. Um, mm-hmm. It's not about how soon you do it; it's about how much you do, in my opinion. And um, Shan over here, aka she gets it, plays the long game. So some people play the long game too. But just because y'all have sex really fast, you know, doesn't mean don't deal with each other. Fuck it. This person's a whore. That's not always what that means. So, but now with the whole learning the other person and wanting to do what it takes to please them, to me, that's also showing that you want to get in the relationship status. Yeah. You know, because you don't give a fuck about pleasing somebody who you're not interested in. Why would that matter to me? You know, if we have sex and then you're like, oh, I would like if you ate my pussy better in this way. And then if I'm not interested in you, I'd be like, I don't care because I'm not going to fuck you again. Right. <laughs> I don't care how you want your pussy in. But if I'm into you and you're like, yo, sex is great. Um, I really like my ass ate before my pussy ate. Guess who will get their ass ate before they pussy get ate next Listen. time with sex? Listen. Guess that's going to happen too. Hello. You. I mean, you know, not follow the signs, ladies and and gents. Listen, follow the signs. Somebody is it, it to me, in my opinion. <clears throat> oh, it's the same way, just like they say, when uh, we make time for the the things we want to make time for. Yeah. Same way, sexually, like you go please sexually the people that you you know you want to make time to please sexually. And that's it because that that person's important enough to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Most people really nowadays are like, ah, I don't give a fuck. But if they do, yo, keep hanging out with that person, man. Go on and, and see see where it goes. Because mm-hmm. most people don't give a damn nowadays. So if you got them, you got them. Give me these messages. No, it's not for me because I be I get in my feelings too much. So no, that's why I just said, hell no, nah, let me stop this shit. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta be. Park your feelings. Some people might say, "Oh, you just mean, or you just you cold hearted." It ain't about being cold hearted. It's about being direct. I don't have the patience to learn somebody right now. I don't want to learn somebody right now. I don't want to give a fuck about somebody else's feelings because I got other people that are priority in my life, like my children, and I'm just not in the space to give a fuck. So me yeah. telling you that tells you that, oh, I'll just call her sometimes, but sometimes mm-hmm. she's not going to answer and she's not going to make time for me. It doesn't mean there's something wrong that I'm doing is where she's at. And we have to get to a point where we stop listening for what we want to hear and just listen for what's being said. Well, we just, yes. Yo, y'all, y'all see her screen name, right? She gets it. <laughs> she fucking gets it. Like, yo. Exactly, like the fact you're like, yo, I'm telling you what I really want, not what you want to hear. Y'all gotta listen to that, man. Sometimes that's the rule you gotta play by. 
Is this, that's not what I wanted to hear. I really wanted to date this person, but this person is telling me, "Well, dating is not where I'm at right now. That's <laughs> not I, that's not where my where, where, where I'm headed in life. Leave that person alone because I'm sure the new listeners haven't heard, but I told women this earlier, and I'm going to always stay by the statement: you are not changing shit yeah. ever. Yeah, a man is ready to change. He will change. You will never just yeah. look at." History. Like, you know, don't even I'm a random new nigga. I'm a random new nigga to you. Look into the history of relationships. Name one time you ever saw a woman make a nigga just change because he he because she wanted him to. It don't work that way. If he changed, he wanted to change. Most of the time, niggas don't even want to change. <laughs> and you will define it out by trying to make him change. What you what are you saying over there? That is facts. And if you think you 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 willing to put up with this shit and wait it out, then you're gambling on the fact that it'll never change or it might possibly change. But exactly. you gonna put everything else in the meantime. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. Message. I absolutely believe you can commit to someone after one night stand. Okay. Um, as long as both parties mutually feel the same, there's nothing wrong. Well. There's nothing wrong with being caught up in a moment. So she's she she's a believer. Mm-hmm. Is how what is that? Am I is that is that three people or four people? I'm trying to think. I think that's three people. Three people. We got three people who we have converted. Well, she didn't convert. She was already about it. But yeah. we have got three conversions tonight for people who understand that one night stands do not mean that you are not worthy. Thank you, young queen, for your comment. And understand, we got three people who get it, and we have one, um, the uh, Lamar J guy who I uh transitioned his opinion. <laughs> he was like, he because he was like, oh hell no, and then I explained to him, he's like, oh yeah, that's possible. So we we all four tonight. We got four four people who have uh transferred to the one night stand team. Appreciate y'all. Let's see what we got here. I am an advocate of taking your time, yeah, only because. You don't want to give yourself to someone unless you really know who you're giving yourself to. But I know a lot of people who have successful, who are in successful relationships, and it started with a one night stand. These are facts. So I never get what she's saying. Um, you know, I want to kind of reiterate because we keep getting on topic here. Uh, what we were discussing about uh, to all the new listeners is basically that you can be the number one prospect in somebody's life um, after a one night stand, male or female. We're just telling you the right way to go about it and giving you different experiences and in the way that it works. Um, myself and uh, she gets it. So mm-hmm. make sure you feel free to comment. This is a judgment free zone. We don't, you know, judge anybody here. We make sure we listen to all the comments and make sure that we respond to the comments as well. Uh, so make sure you follow myself if she gets it. And uh, listen to the content controversy we got going over here on our show. We make, you know, so everybody's been enjoying our conversation tonight. And we're going to keep it moving. What we got over here? You have anything to say, uh, Shan? Uh, nope. I think it, it could work both ways. One night stand or not one night stand. And it's all about that chemistry because chemistry don't lie. And I think people need to also look up um, karmic partners 
um, which are basically partners that feel like soulmates, but they're really not. And also twin flames, because that shit never goes away. Nice. What was the name of the first one again, you said? Karmic Partners. Karmic Partners, okay. So, now, does this, does this have to do with astrology, too, or, or no? Um, A little bit, but uh-huh. um, it's more so about personalities and um, chemistry and uh-huh. um, also just that tenseness that you just always have. Like, you always have that strong connection to a person, but it doesn't necessarily mean that person is about to be your forever person, but it's just something that just is. Gotcha, okay. All right, perfect. Next message. Damn, I wish I could believe it, but I just don't believe it. I just don't, be- I don't know. I just don't believe it. Mm-hmm. She gotta um, be convinced through an experience. Yeah. Uh, listen, Jay, we playing a long game. And you know what? I'm gonna we're about to make you well, I'm gonna make you a personal project now. Uh, <laughs> we gonna find you love, Jay. You know, <laughs> not tonight, but in the future. You know what I mean? We gonna we gonna spruce you up, find out what you're really into, and then I'm gonna do a dating show to make sure that you get yourself a man. And I'm That's- a believer that you don't you find love when you're not looking. Yes, yes, that 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 that's a fact because, um, when I got my 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 most recent relationship, mm-hmm. I was totally done. Mm-hmm. I was all oh, this shit. Like I was like, listen, I don't think women know what they're looking for, and so, <laughs> uh, what 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 I'm considered in the black culture or community is a, a unicorn, mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> because I hit. I hit on all cylinders. At at that time, I was single, had my own place, career, car, no kids, no baby mama, college grad, educated, handsome, blah, blah, blah. Killing Mm -hmm. these niggas out here. Killing Mm -hmm. them. And I would tell women, I was like, you said you were looking for a black man. I was like, you're not going to find a black man with everything I'm offering just down the street, willy-nilly. Now, you want to buy babies and kids? You're going to find tons of them. I'm like, but you keep saying you don't want no kids. You know what I mean? And, I, and I, when I tell you I was struggling, I'm telling you I was struggling. <laughs> like, I, I, my struggle hit, hit. Let me tell you, uh, Shan, this is how bad my shit was. I had one chick. Anyway, I'm going to call her the other word. I had one bitch, actually, who, <laughs> who had a whole argument about how men who were successful aren't as good as men who are deadbeats because they'll cheat on you quicker. I was like, niggas, you crazy. She, I was like, most of these niggas that ain't got shit going for themselves have the multiple baby mamas. She was like, nah, you, know, you successful niggas, y'all be out here cheating all the time. I was like, first of all, you know where we're at for the majority of the day because we're working. I was like, See, once you know where our job is and what the telephone number or what, what the address is, you can just come check up on us. I was like, your homeless baby daddy, you don't know what the fuck this nigga's doing all damn day. He just be in the house fucking bitches and then having whole families on the side that he can't afford. This was really an argument that I had with somebody. You wasted to, you wasted energy. It, it was yeah, but I was single at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I was like, wait, are we at a point where women don't even understand what a good man is anymore? Like, what a, a, a overly qualified man? Like, that's why I was getting so turned off because I was like, yo, so you kind of make me the bad dude because I did what I was supposed to do? And the bitch is like, yeah, you know, you should be out here being a dirtbag and getting uh, multiple women pregnant. No, like, you sound fucking stupid, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I did a, I did an episode, um, I think it was last month, on uh, women being don't know how to pour into a good man mm-hmm. or don't know how to receive a good man because that is the thing where yeah. society has told you that you know this is the only way a man is a man or this is what a man looks like and then we watch these yeah, shows and this dumb reality TV and we think that's it and it's not yeah and and now is it also because that would those statuses would make you be considered as a lame, or how how does it work? What what is what if your um told you? If if there's some things that men do right mm. that immature women are not ready for, so they automatically put you in the lame category. But there's mm. nothing about a man having a uh, career that pays him well enough to take care of his priorities and have some that has benefits that has something where he'll be able to take care of you if need be. And Uh men that do have great jobs and work in places where you know the address and you can actually pull up and they can get a proper tax return on some shit. They're they're meeting better women at those jobs that are also on their shit. Yeah, and I, I I didn't understand why that was an issue. Like, I was literally getting lectured by a woman who was like, "Yo, you're the problem." I was like, "I'm the problem." And you, like, oh. you should have said, "Okay," because mentally she's not ready. Mentally she's immature, and she would never receive you saying, "If you just click here, you'll get a million dollars, no question asked, no stipulations." She <laughs> will be arguing yeah. with you about the fact that no, you're lying. Yeah, no, and don't get it twisted. I I didn't spend my life trying to convince her about me because, like you said, you're wasting your time. Like, why? Why? This is common sense at this point. God damn, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, what? I'm trying to sit here. I'm like, well, I have. I'm hitting on all cylinders, hitting everything you're looking for, and now you're gonna sit here and be like, oh no, that just means you're actually bad. It doesn't mean I'm you're actually what I'm looking for because. You have everything I want, so the less we know, you're gonna cheat even harder. And I'm like, yo, you fucking sound crazy. I want men and women to get to a point where we stop saying men ain't shit and women ain't shit, mm-hmm. because it's the women that you're choosing that ain't shit that you like. Yeah. You're choosing that ain't shit that you like. And what about those men not being shit attract you? Flies attract other flies. Mm-hmm. Listen, you want to really, really go go in deep. Because we, we can't go but so deep right now. But I'm going to tell you some shit somebody said the other day that I was like, oh, shit. It was like, you never hear white women talking about how uh, all white men ain't shit, do you? Right. I was like, God damn. <laughs> I was like, yo, I never even thought about that. I was like, I can't even think about the time I heard a white woman go, white man ain't shit. This These is, white men out here ain't doing nothing for this me. This is a epitome of why black people are saying oh you know you shouldn't be on clubhouse because that's not an app for us no there are black people 
with common sense who are choosing to make rooms about um, why black men don't want black women, why um, black men don't do this, or why black women don't do this, where the holes at, thoughts only. And then you have other groups of different ethnicities making a group about how to create passive income, single moms having passive income, men in therapy, black men in therapy. So it's a choice to be about some dumb shit. It's also a choice to pick people about dumb shit. And sometimes we have to own it. Black people choose to put themselves in rooms and spaces among people that ain't on nothing legit, full of something of substance. Yeah, it, it bothers me because that's that's such a whole nother fucking topic, yo. Yeah. <laughs> and but it's such a it's such a necessary topic that needs to be handled within the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, because nobody really goes into that. But it's like you can see that. Like, I had an issue when I first got on this app where there was too many black Trump supporters on here. I didn't understand it. I was like, I don't understand. How y'all could support this nigga? Wasted energy again. It, it was well. It was once you found out that they didn't know what the fuck they was talking about. Yeah, I was. What I was doing it was a social experiment to be like, okay, let me see somebody else's point of view because that's how I come. I come like that. I don't come with you need to listen to me. Shut the fuck up. It mm-hmm. was. Uh, um, I need to understand this black point of view. Am I missing something? Do is there something y'all know that I don't? And then what I just heard was a bunch of idiot bullshit QAnon shit. You know, oh, Joe Biden and Barack Obama have a pedophile ring. I'm like, oh, y'all just... Do you hear this? Do you hear this silence? Yes. This is a space where your ad could be played about your product, where your ad could be played about your business, about your show, because I believe we can all be great on different shows and platforms. So if you're looking for ad space right now, your ad could be playing here instead of me talking and instead of this silence. So next time when I do an episode and you want to promote your show, your business, or your services, hit me up at shegetsitpod at gmail.com. Now back to Michelle. Back to Michelle. Don't say I never gave y'all anything. I'm giving you this space to be great. Please check out She Gets It Shop on Teespring. The website is in the description for the show. All right. I got merch on there for the show for those who would like to wear their support or show their support that way. You can support the She Gets It Show and podcast and merch on that website. And if you can't get the website, just remember www.whoisshan.com and you can support me on other shows too and other places to shop for merch. Let's get back to the show. Stupid. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that is a different situation. But I was just wondering, like, because it boggled my mind that there were so many groups on here so many that were just like we pro-black and we love Trump and I was like but why is it so many of y'all on here you know what <laughs> I mean y'all ain't you're not at my co- my office talking that shit cause you wouldn't cause mm-hmm. then look at you like fuck is you talking about I was like I get it These, the internet provides a platform 
for you to talk about shit that you would not say in the real world sometimes. And that's how, and that's where you, that's where you come in. You know, where you people keep in where you're like, oh, yeah, I won't say this shit in my corporate office, but I'll say it to a bunch of crazy niggas on this app. And I'm just like, come on, man. I'm like, I can't, I, I'm, not, I'm not with the shits. You know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I digress. Only these messages all up. Yes, most of the guys that's broke got all them baby mamas. Be dealing with all them women, and be wanting them. And then them women be, then these women be so gullible and thirsty, they be taking care of these broke niggas. These niggas ain't got nothing. A pop the piss in, or throw it out. My baby daddy did the same thing. He had no job, no car. What he do? He ran. He he dug my ass. Cause I'm not. You ain't about to be driving my car. And he, you know, ain't paying no, you know, he wasn't paying no bills. I said, uh, no, you can't do that. You got to pay some bills up in here. So what he did was he moved somewhere to live scot-free with some white chick. And she took him in and mm-hmm. she told me he don't have to pay no bills. He can drive her car. And she bought him two gaming systems. I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Not me. Mm-mm. Right. There will always be there will always be women out here that love projects. Some women love projects, and those projects be boys uh, disguised as men because they have man like bodies, right? And there will always be women out here that is willing to do whatever she got to do just to have a body of a man in a home, right? But you can't compare to why does he why doesn't he want me? He doesn't want to because he don't know how to receive you. He don't know how to take care of you. He don't yeah. know how to have a woman because in order to stand by you, take that shit as a compliment. He would have to be a man. Yeah. So when men run, you got to let them run because they're not ready. Yeah, yeah uh, Chance is exactly right. Um, you know, if, if they don't appreciate you for what you do, then don't you don't even worry about it. Just be like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let that rot and keep moving. Like, there's there's a lot of men out here who don't appreciate a good woman that you know is willing to work with them and build. They'd rather the easy out route out, which you know might be a white woman that's just gonna take care of you and pay all your bills for you until she get tidy and kick you to the curb. And you gotta find yourself another white woman. And <laughs> don't get it twisted. It's not gonna be no hot ass white woman neither. So let me let me put that out there for these niggas. It's like, oh yeah, I'll pull that off. Nah, you, it's gonna be some fat, nasty white woman that, that you wouldn't want to be seen with. So don't get twisted. I'm like, I, I dealt with my white chicks in, in college. I know how they work. <laughs> and not all white women are like that. And I think exactly. that's the thing that gets portrayed. Some white women will beat that ass. <laughs> <laughs> Not only will they beat that ass, some white women won't even deal with you. They'll be like, yo, I'm chasing after white millionaires, white billionaires. <laughs> I don't need your monkey ass. Like, what the are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's also understand, people, white women know their value. Yes. <laughs> they know what they That's, Did you see that video that was going around when um, that guy was stopped, random um, white people, and asked them what do they do to have like the lifestyle, the car that they have. And that white woman got out and she was like, "I'm married." <laughs> yeah, that's that's the answer. Like, yeah, I married a rich white man. Hello, <laughs> hello. Hey. And that's the only son that there there is. Like, she married right. She made a choice and decided to get married right. And I'm not saying she got married just before the money, but she. She agreed to devote her life 
and her commitment to someone who can provide the lifestyle and the means that she thought and thinks is priority for her. Yes. And it's not for the money with them because they're, they're taught their value and their worth from their parents. I watch, I watch a show. I don't know if you watch it called love, love after lockup. Um, no, I don't watch that show, but I've heard lots about it. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with that shit. My girl put me on that shit hard. I've been, yeah, I've been watching every episode. Matter of fact, just my DVR just recorded that shit for this week. <laughs> watching morning. Um, it's just about a bunch of people who <clears throat> date people that are, you know, getting right out of prison and, and, and they go from there. There have been a few white women on this show. One of them was batshit crazy, so I don't count her. The other one, like, these white women, they don't stick around for the bullshit for the most part. Unless they're terrible and fat and ugly. Like, mm-hmm. these other white women, they be like, yo, I know what I can get. <laughs> like, I know what kind of man. I don't need a man that just got out of prison. Like, I can go get myself a, a millionaire white man that works for some company and blah, 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 makes all this money, and I can be a stay-at-home mom. They understand that shit. That's mm. part of their culture. It's not even like, oh, it's on this show. No, that's how they're raised. Their parents be like, yo, listen here, little white girl. Um, you you don't need to go out and have to deal with the bare minimum. Find yourself a nice white man that makes a good money. Because the white man is the, the preferred option out here. You know what I mean? We ain't gonna lie about it. We don't sit there and pretend like that's not what the option is. You know, right. He makes millions of dollars, especially over here in the tri-state area where I live. And uh, he can take care of you, your nice white wife, and your kids. And that's how it works. But now when we come in there, you know, a lot of white chicks deal with with black dudes. They deal with us on a college level. Where it's like, okay, I've always wanted a black experience. I'm in college. Let me see what it do. And in college, we'd be acting like, oh, yeah, we fucking shit out of these white bitches. But as soon as they graduate, guess what they graduate to? White dick. Mm -hmm by white men with seven, eight-figure salaries. Don't get it twisted, niggas. They know where they're going after college. <laughs> we were just a thing. We were a fun little fling, <laughs> and that's it. You know what I mean? I don't ever want niggas to get it twisted when I'm like, oh, yeah, nah. We dominate these white women. No, 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 no. We're a, move, we're a moment in college for them. That's it. You know what I mean? Do not get it twisted. Next Julia. message. I'm sorry, you got something to say, Shan? No, I said enjoy your moments with people. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy your moments. That, that's all it's going to be. <laughs> it's sad, but unfortunately, yes. Women do not believe that there are any good men or the bad boy or the shit bag is what, what the ideal man is. And that's the problem. And like I said, I think that's the reason why I don't really want to be in a relationship with someone in, in a, a guy because I, I don't want to deal with all that bullshit, that baggage um, and, and I've been with too many shitty guys as it is and I'm over that shit I want the ideal good man but yeah, unfortunately it's sad to say but women think that the assholes and the shit bags are the ideal men unfortunately you know, another thing with that, I feel like a lot of men, a lot of great men get pushed in the category of being lame because they second guess themselves. They don't have 
um, they're insecure and they feel like they have to ask permission in order to be men around women that are beautiful. And you don't. You just need to l learn to assert yourself. So when it comes to them getting pussy or or having a good woman or or having a successful date or time, they overthink it and then they start fumbling and looking like they can't hold their weight. And for me, when men say, you know, women need to learn how to allow a man to lead, you mm -hmm. can't you can't lead me nowhere if you're fumbling over being around me. And that's the problem with a lot of men today. They overthink themselves and then I can't trust that you have me if you mm -hmm. can't even care yourself. Yes. You know, and it, it was funny because my girl told me the other day when we were talking, she was just like, you know, the one of the reasons why our relationship works so well is because she's like, I trust you to be my because you know we were talking about you know uh specifically when black women like i don't need no man blah blah blah. i was like that's because they haven't met a black man that they respect and trust yeah trust the man who can lead you you're not going to be running around saying that shit because that means you better man that you're like oh no no no, i trust that this man knows what he's doing i know he knows how to lead our family how to lead me into a prosperous future and you yeah. know where go i'm like the women that are saying, I don't need no nigga, you know, real ass bitch, nigga, nigga ain't shit, whatever, and, you know, shoveling snow by themselves, is mm -hmm. because, <laughs> because they keep dealing with dirtbag ass niggas. Or, yeah. or, or they don't want to change their fucked up ways. They want to be right. So they yeah. would rather deal with somebody wrong so they can be right every time because he's worse than I am. Exactly. Like so you, you keep doing that if you want. That ain't gonna make things better, man. You know what I mean? Like just, just be understand. Like it's okay to have, and that's a whole nother show. It was mm -hmm. like how to make the how to make the nice guy the right guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because every the the nice guy has that, um, that uh, that 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 what is it? The 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 mo the cloud the dark cloud over him. Oh, the nice guy, he's whack. He's not going to take initiative and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's not actually a fact. Like, you know, it's it's almost like there's, I remember there was a uh, a rumor out there that guys with jobs and they had their life together couldn't fuck. And I'm like, who the fuck made that stupid ass shit up? <laughs> like, what that's, what I, that's why I said what I said. Some what? men. When some men, when they do life right and they do life honest and they do it where it makes sense and it's, it, it, it makes sense in the long run to have a family, yeah. they overthink it and then that becomes a turnoff because if I'm if I'm digging a man and we get to the point where we're about to have a sex and mm -hmm. he's overthinking it, your dick is going to be soft. You could have the best pussy in front of you your oh, dick yeah. is gonna, because yeah. you're, you're embarrassed and then yeah. My nipples are going to be soft as shit because I'm not aroused because you can't hold your own. And so we just going to sit there and act like this whole day and this whole moment did not happen. And you mm. will never hear from me again because it is not a turn on for me to teach a man to be a man. I don't have sons. I have daughters. But it is a turn on for me for a man to be secure and sure about himself and come to me when he's ready. And guess who Mr. Secure always is? Mr. Homeless half the time. <laughs> yeah. He got the most balls. The most balls. He's going to be comfortable not mm -hmm. having options and always having that woman's car because she she has a man that can fuck her right. But he doesn't have a job, but he always has somewhere to go in her shit. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm. A, you know what? I'm a, next show. I'll be like, yo, I'm strategizing on how to get the nice guy to pussy. And we're tired of you being pussyless, Mister. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> tired of this shit. Like yeah. y'all got having more confidence in yourselves. <laughs> you yeah. Gotta I don't have no problem doing that show with you. Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll set, that'll be the next show. Like, we're gonna get the nice guys to win at this point because I'm yeah. sick of it. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Look at these messages. Oh, yes, I left a couple of uh, black people that was uh, going live on this app, and they was Trump supporters. They were saying they can't wait for Trump to be president again and all that stuff. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, I'm just gonna throw this in real quick. The biggest day of my trolling on this app was the day Joe Biden got uh, inaugurated and signed and signed in. I was I was hitting all the people who was like, "Oh, God told me that Trump will be president again." I was like, "Yo, what the fuck happened? Why is this nigga Joe Biden signing the papers?" And they were like, "Oh, I never said that." I was like, "Yo, y'all on some bullshit. Y'all on some bullshit on here, yo." <laughs> like, and I was just be trolling. Like, I already knew reality was gonna, you know. Crazy people don't get to control reality, so I already knew, you know, Joe Biden was going to be the next president. But it's just to me, it's, it's astronomical the amount of black people who clearly don't seem to understand racism or don't give a fuck about it. Listen, people, people have to understand, that, especially in America, brown skin people, because you don't even have to be uh, black to be brown skin. Technically, mm-hmm. not first generation, but your skin tone could be that, and. Um, we have to understand that politics in America were never set up to include us. The Constitution doesn't include us. It discredits us. And yep. until they fix the Constitution, nothing that they make policy-wise will apply to benefit us. So you mm-hmm. could put 10 Black people in um, the office or as president, dark as I don't know what. That's still not going to tell me that you're making choices for me just because you have people that look like me. Just like they keep posting people taking this quote unquote vaccine that are black for black people to feel comfortable. I don't give a fuck. I know what happened in Tuskegee. So I'm still taking the vaccine. Okay. So we can stop being comfortable and happy when we see brown skinned people or people who assume that they are for us to get into office spaces and assume they're going to do right by us because Biden is better than that orange man. He definitely but is. At the time, he is a white man that also has his own agenda, right? Yeah. And so he- I'm not excited about Kamala being in there with him. I'm not excited about him being in office. But at the same time, I know what this country is built on and is racism. And I know politics does not include black people, but they use black people to sell their positions in politics. People still don't understand the, the Constitution. They were like, the Constitution, the Constitution. I was like, please read your Constitution and tell me what listen, it says about the black man. Listen. Consider the black man to be. Hello? The human being? Okay. All right. Well, so when that changes, then come talk to me about the fucking Constitution. I, you know, don't even get you. Yo, Shane, you better get my blood pressure sky high. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me on this shit right now with the po- political shit. Because I was yeah. trying to have a nice conversation tonight about how we can help. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can help these, these uh, the, the one night standers get their prominent position in relationship. If we go into politics, my my, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna lose all my hair. I, you know, and don't get twisted. Yeah. I do political shows. I do political shows. Yeah. But I, what I'm trying to do is, I'm like, right now. 
when when things seem are seeming to get back to normal. Plus, I got a co-host that um I do a show on uh, Tuesdays and Fridays with. He's a he's a white Republican, and I do it with mm-hmm. him because he's a realistic. And I told him that I was like, mm-hmm. "You're realistic, so I fucks with you." He's like, "I ain't about all this QAnon shit." No, blah, blah, blah. he's like, "This is bullshit." And I'm like, "Okay, we can fuck with each other." Like, I'm not gonna do a show where I have to constantly argue with somebody who doesn't believe in reality. That is not mm-hmm. what I'm doing. I'm not here for that. You're not gonna sit here and have me arguing with you all day. If you believe mm-hmm. in reality, you're like, "Okay, well, <clears throat> I also don't agree." What's going on in my party? You and I mm-hmm. can fuck with each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but that's a whole a whole fucking other topic. But that uh, it, you know, it, 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 I just on here it was just weird how the amount of black people who were like, "Oh, I love Trump. He saved us. He's our savior." I was like, "Yo, where the fuck do you niggas live? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you t- do? You know what Trump actually did? No, I get it. Like everything he put in place wasn't bad, but like." Mm-hmm. Are you listening to this nigga talk? Do you hear the things he says? He clearly is not for you. He's not for you. You know what I mean? They're like, oh no, he, he loves us. I'm like, yo, there's something wrong with y'all niggas, man. Can't I can't I can't do this shit. So, you know that that's a whole nother story, another date. But that, that's that's how I am on these politics. I'm, I'm definitely, and I'm not even full fledged Democrat. I'm a centrist of anything, but mm-hmm. Donald Trump. <laughs> nigga. And you know what? I'm not gonna bring him back up because I don't want to give him the benefit of you see every time broken. um he's of a topic, I don't even give him that title of presidency. I say orange man all the time. Yeah. You and you're hundred percent right. Listen, I don't wanna it, life has been so relaxing to me without mm-hmm. worry about him going on Twitter and looking eyes. <laughs> They're like, Oh, this is this is a, a slippery slope. Uh, with um, um, freedom of speech, I'm like, actually, no, it's not. If you look at right. what they're saying, it's there are consequences that have you would have to suffer for freedom of, freedom of speech. You can't right. because it's freedom of speech. You can't just say whatever the fuck you want and inciting riots and you know kill people that are in in the house that I work in. That's not mm-hmm. something that you can just get away with. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was like, yo, I'm glad they explained the difference with that. You know, and they're like, you know, it's not, that's not just fucking freedom of speech. But, you know, it's going to take some time for people to get to that because America's soft as shit right now. So, <laughs> like, but uh, let's get to these messages. Hold on. Now he's not even with the uh, girl no more. Now he's trying to get back with me. He going on my social media accounts. I block him, <laughs> calling me, and then he just, he don't even pop up the kids. Now whatsoever. Don't say how the kids doing or anything. But just pop on, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Let me see you. Two in the morning. Why you hit me up at two in the morning? Right. No, but- sir. No, sir. <laughs> Last time I seen the father of my kids was 2018 of October. Wow. And that's when I found out I was pregnant with my one-year-old. Wow. JG, you know get back with that nigga. Go ahead. Uh- don't do it. You know what's so crazy is I have a uh, one of my kids' fathers is like that where um, we go months with him just being in the wrong. Um, he decides that, you know, I want to do it right this time. And he does it right for like, you know, a month. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then he gets back into his habit of not doing what he's supposed to do as a father for a daughter. And when he knows he's on the shit list, of not being right as a father, 
has nothing to do with me personally because I took myself out of it years ago. He doesn't call. And then when he really can't take the silence of me not checking him because that's effort and that's wasted effort for me, um, he goes around me to people. Like, he'll call my mom or he'll call, like, um, my nephew and try to talk. And he was like, why you have... The first thing is, why haven't you called to check on me? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, you're not my child. I don't have any sons. I have two daughters, and we share a kid. Why haven't you called to check on her since Christmas? Why mm-hmm. didn't Why didn't you call her on Christmas? Yeah. And 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 he was like, well, man, I got a lot going on, but you called you called here to talk to me. You mm-hmm. asked. Why I haven't checked in on you and you're childish and you're immature and you have three children that are dealing with you choosing to be childish and immature because it's easier to not show up. It's easier uh-huh. to do it. I said, I have no conversation for you. You can do tomorrow when your child is out of school after two o'clock. You can call her and check up on her. Every day when you wake up before you wash your fucking face and see yourself, you should be calling each one of your kids to check on them and you don't do it because you give a fuck so we have nothing to talk about and that's how you have to talk to him yep facts listen we're dropping knowledge on y'all <laughs> this is knowledge being dropped this is you know listen to, listen to Shane she over here dropping knowledge on how you talk to the baby daddies who are trying to play the victim you not the victim nigga we're not even gonna do that it's nothing out of hate because I don't hate him he's a part of my child so I must love a piece of him is yeah. is out is out of love and correction because if you don't correct them, they're just gonna continue. Mm-hmm. But you want you want to make your life easier. Yeah, I mean it's it's all our listeners. We're trying to make life easier, you know, for you know dealing with baby fathers and this that, and the third. Now that has is that not the topic that was that you're reading uh, mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> we're, we're we're somewhere off topic, and that's how things go on the show, but. <laughs> We'll get back there eventually. <laughs> Play these messages. <laughs> yes, Dungeonette is so true. When they get with these white bitches, they be the <laughs> ugliest white bitches. Like, they don't be no fucking white bitches with no class. Um, I remember telling Shan about my, my youngest daughter's dad. He was abusive and shit, and he was that same way. He wanted me to take care of him, and I cut his ass off. Because, first of all, he was being abusive. And second of all, I'm not about to take care of no nigga that's putting his fucking hands on me. Hello. So, I left his ass. So, guess where he turned? Just guess where he went to. To an ugly ass white bitch. Whoever takes Yeah. So, yeah, they do get with these white bitches. And, yes, she had money. And, they, and, they, and they're, like, not the best looking white bitches. They be like, ugh. Yes, Dungeon. You you speak in my language right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my problem is like to the black men out there, if you're gonna get with a white chick, she should probably be pretty good looking. Like, don't we already know, don't bring that terrible looking white chick to the barbecue. Like if niggas gonna look at you like, yo, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we've done this before. So I'm gonna need you to go on and get yourself a good looking white chick. You know, there's good looking white chicks out there that love black men. So go on, do what you got to do. And uh, don't embarrass the family on, um, you know, July 4th. You know what I mean? <laughs> what do you think, uh, Shan? Sounds about right. 
Yep, <laughs> exactly. Plain <and> simple. <laughs> well, for me, every time I heard a you know a black man told me like dating when they was dating white women, they always say, "Oh, she helped me out a lot. She helped me a lot." I heard that from about three co-workers. They all black men. And they saying she helped me a lot. She helped me a lot. She did this, did that, my credit score and she helped me financially, you know, da 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 all the time. It's always she helped me. <coughs> why? You know why? I'ma tell you why. Because black women do not set their fucking boundaries. Yeah. If you set your boundaries, can't nobody use you because you've given them your time. You're allowing them this. But once you don't do this or you don't show up in this way, this is now cut off. We don't set boundaries. We think like our energy and our efforts is endless. That shit ain't endless. Uh-huh. Facts. And can we... Somebody brought this argument up last week about... You know, why dark-skinned niggas don't like light-skinned black women anymore and why they're not protecting them. I'm like, first of all, all of my, my group of friends all have uh, black wives and they definitely protect the fuck out of that. Mm. <laughs> and I'm not doing skin tone. Listen, some of them, like, you know, all right, first, I'm a dark-skinned dude. I can, mm. Most of us go after light-skinned chicks. We just do. You know why? Because you called us blackies when we were in grammar school. And you were making fun of how dark we were. You called us doodle stain, related color things, and all that. And we were like, you know what? When I get older, I'm going to get me a light-skinned chick. And that's what happened. So like uh, dark-skinned women, when you're mad at us dark-skinned brothers for going after these light-skinned chicks, go and prosecute the light-skinned boys that <laughs> that have made us feel bad and insecure about dating um, dark-skinned chicks. Because they're the ones that are like, oh, all y'all look like doo-doo. And blah, blah, blah. So that's the problem. Like, I, I know that's why I went at the light-skinned chicks. Was like, hey, you know, I want to make sure I got me a nice light-skinned girl. They say I'm dark-skinned, blah, blah, blah. Instead of three. But- I just did an episode on that with my friend Nick right before we got on about colorism. And it was, mm-hmm. I think it's like four hours long. And I have mm-hmm. that to edit after this. And the colorism thing goes so deep that it's levels like that but I think as black and brown people we have to get to a point where the way that we thought when we were younger and we uh, we cut off a whole complexion of people because of that one person or those few people that made us feel a way if we can't if we're basing all people upon those couple of people because of their Mm -hmm. skin tone we too are the problem so We have to figure out a way where I want to go to talk to somebody to work through my fucked up mind frame so I don't mm-hmm. look at all people that look like this as a problem. And I feel the same way about black people that say all white people are racist. All white people are not racist. Yeah, they're not. It's, and it's, you're, you're 100% right where it's like we're just dumping groups of people yeah. into a demographic because somebody says something. You know what I mean? You're like, yo, but that's not realistic and that's not fair. Right. You know what I mean? That, that's a whole, whew, boy, that, that's going to be a deep conversation. You're going to have to have that one day where it's like, yo, can we yeah. talk about colorism in the black community? Because God, that, that shit's so deep. Oh, yeah. That means like a whole week of, <laughs> of fucking, you know, conversations about it. You know what I mean? So 
I have relatives that I don't even introduce my kids to, and my kids are seven and three because of that colorism and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, they do like girls. Yeah, or they, they're not dark enough. You be like, yo, fuck are you talking? You know, I'm not going to sit here and deal with this with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to do this. So this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> what is the message? Well, it depends what I did. Uh, you know, if I ate the box, I got a, I got a wife that. Oh no! Oh man! <laughs> oh, hey, come on, bro. So you try, Roddy? Are you telling me that just because you ate the pussy, you're like I got a wife that? Are you Jamaican, my man? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Jamaican. <laughs> Like yo, Listen, bro, come on, there, man. There's different generations of Jamaican. There's a generation of Jamaican that swear up and down they don't eat pussy. Yeah. And there's a generation of Jamaican that want to talk about how they eat pussy. And I know this because I have a family full of them. Oh, listen. And I'm looking sideways at all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm like, I need to know why you would actually say out loud, I don't eat pussy. All right. So right, you eat the box, cool. Listen, bro. That's something that men should be doing on a regular. I don't, you, no man is getting points in my book for saying I don't eat pussy. You don't get points for that. Matter of fact, if you don't eat pussy, now I'm looking at you sideways. It has reversed. We have reversed the standard. Oh, yeah, no, I don't eat your pussy. Bitch better suck my neck. No, no, nigga. Mm -hmm. I gotta look at you like, well, what are you eating if you ain't eating pussy? You boy, what? (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not playing that shit. Like, come yeah. on, man. There's nothing masculine about eating a female vagina. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Listen, listen, bro. I mean, you better be. You better tell us you eating some pussy over there, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, about to go in on you, man. You know what I mean? Like, we over. I'm trying to be nice. We've been nice to everybody all night, but don't sit here and act like it's a problem for eating pussy or eating ass. At this stage, like we got to please these women, you know what I mean. And I ain't saying they shouldn't be doing nothing back to us, because I could have a whole other episode on what women need to do to us. Oh, they need it. Mm-hmm. But we're not gonna sit here and do this whole. Oh, I don't need pussy. Like, come on, it's, it's not fucking nineteen ninety six. Let's stop that shit. Next <laughs> yeah, Shannon. Unfortunately, the guys they do get a bad rap. They are considered weak, lame. Like don't you say they they make up the shit about they can't fuck. Um, but like I said, I'm in a new point in my life. I, I'm like you, Shannon. I'm just at the point where I don't want to get to know nobody. I have four children. I'm trying to start businesses. I ain't got time for that shit. Like I said, I'm on and off with my oldest three kids that but like when we're off I don't want to be with nobody you know what I'm saying I I just I want to be by myself and part of that is because I've been dating like I said assholes but if I could come across the right guy maybe I would reconsider how I feel about dating and being with men because it's just a lot of work you know what I'm saying I feel like it's definitely, definitely a lot of work. Yeah, that's why I don't want to get the shot because that Tuskegee experiment. My great grandfather, he was one of them, mm. and they paid him. They only gave him like maybe like 
$5,000 for or something like that back in the 80s, my grandmother told me. Wow. Yep, Shane, I totally agree. You know, we had this conversation before. You know, I'm not excited about buying a Camilla. But I said that uh, biting is the lesser of the two evils. So, yeah. I hate that when they do that. I want to do it right this time. It's like, I guess like men can just step out, like say, fuck you, fuck the kids if you're in a relationship or not. And, oh, like, oh yeah, I'm ready to be a parent now. Mothers can't do that shit. We right. can't do that. Right. We can't just give up on our kids. Because right. at the end of the day, men come and go, the kids are here to stay. And then who got to take care of them? The mother? She got to provide the shelter. But it's like the men, they just can just go about their day. Yeah. Now, and their conscience is clear. Let me say like this. I feel that there are some great black men that mm. take of children because the mothers don't want a mother. Every woman that gives birth doesn't mean that she's a mother. Okay, there are mm. women that are choosing their boyfriends over mothering, choosing their boyfriends over kids, and wanting to live their twenty-year-old life all their life. And those yeah. fathers work hard and they take care of those children and know they cannot be mothers to those children but that's when you start to rely on your sisters and your aunts to go ahead and pour into your kids because their mothers don't want to show up and be a parent and that's something that I think great men don't get credit for because they're not screaming at front row seats talking about give me credit give me credit they just doing they up and they doing and I want to appreciate those black men out here that are taking care of their kids because mothers don't want to show up and also those black men that are out here taking care of the kids that those mothers cheated on them and had on top of the kids that they have mm -hmm. because they do exist facts exactly like you know Shane put it exactly right like listen Make sure you show love and support to the guys that are actually doing right. <laughs> like the men who are actually out here doing what they need to be doing, show them some love too because you don't want to discourage those guys. I can tell you that right now. They, they, they listen, they get discouraged enough. Oh, you you got your shit together, you're doing right. Oh, you're a lame. You don't want they don't need any more than that. Like they're hearing that way too much. Like there needs to be a new standard set up. Because we know who the lame niggas are. The lame niggas are the niggas that y'all don't want to stay with. Yeah. <laughs> like so, why can't we call them the lame niggas? I, it's 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 hilarious to me that to this day, there has been no nigga called a lame nigga who's got multiple baby mamas, no job, broke, bum, stupid, smells stinky, and all that. Like, nobody ever is like, oh yeah, he the lame nigga. It's always the nigga that got you know the job. His shit together and all that. They're like, yo, no, that's lame because you you don't know how to uh, excite me. Fuck excitement. Mm -hmm. The excitement should be you not being pregnant every fucking month when <laughs> after y'all have sex. That's that's excitement. Oh, and that's another <laughs> thing. I don't think women need birth control. They need self control because I've never taken self control in my life. I've yeah. never had abortion, and I have two kids, and I'm thirty three. It is possible to have self control. Choose your people who you fuck wisely. Ladies, please listen to what uh she gets to just said. She said, I don't need birth control. Women need self-control. Yeah. Please 
take that to heart. You know what I mean? Because we're not sitting there judging anybody. What we're saying is stop fucking with these niggas who just nutting up in you and they can't, they can't provide for your fucking family. Because that's why this happens. There's a bunch of yeah. niggas like, oh yeah, I'm going to take care of you and the third. Nut up in you and then what? And it's another like, thing. I don't have a job. Listen, men men think it's an attractive thing to say because I've had an ex like this. My most recent ex used to say, "I'm a I'm gonna get you pregnant." Mm-hmm. Not a turn on. I've heard. Uh, well, well, here's the only reason, the only reason I disagree. One of my close friends, we were out for drinks this summer and we were at a bar, and mm-hmm. he literally like told the bartender and she was hot. He was like, "I'm gonna put a baby in you," yes. and I saw bitch fucking get blush as hell and like oh my god you're gonna put a baby in me I was like yo this when dirtbag my friend is not a bum you know he's just I was like he's a dirtbag though yeah you know? it's not, <laughs> it's like, a, what turns you on this is what not, you want out here it's about a man being a bum or not because he he has two kids already I have two kids he works yeah. a great job he has his own house is owned. It's not about that. It's, a, it's the fact that you think that that's supposed to be like, ooh, like that's supposed to be a turn on. That's not a turn on for me, especially the fact that we live out of state. The fact, especially the fact that you would be having a child here and you would be living elsewhere, and mm-hmm. I would carry the burden of possibly being pregnant because you thought it was like a cute thing to do. And a lot of men think that just because a woman has your child that you now are locked in for life for that woman that way. No, you locked in for life but not in the way you want. Yeah, exactly. Like, y'all know how this works, right? <laughs> like, it's not just because we, we're together, like, we're, we're in for life. You know, but I get it. A lot of people, you know, naturally think, like, well, what she just said. Oh, well, we're, we're in for life, you know. Uh, I got a kid with her. It doesn't matter what I do. That's my baby mama. And I'm like, your baby mama has the option to be like, yo, I need something better. I'm not going to deal with this man. Because this man here is ruining my life. I was so happy that the relationship didn't work. Not because of that only, but he just was so used to being able to say the right things and women jump and hop to chop chop. Where I was like, you can say nice things. I don't give a fuck about nice things that you say, but I don't work on things that you say. I work on things that you do, and he couldn't follow up with his words, and I'm just like, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to fix that? It's like, Oh, I have nothing to say about people who are talking about actions, speaking out in the words. I'm like, okay, of course you wouldn't. Have a nice life. Right. <laughs> that's, like, that's one of the main problems, but, you know, I guess people, people like I said, people live and they learn. You know? Play this uh, message. Yep, she and um, my daughter, my youngest daughter, her father's the same way. He'll do this shit where he'll want to get right, talk about wanting to be back with me and all that other bullshit. And he'll be on the right path for a few months. And then, um, like now, I haven't heard from him in several months because I just know his energy is just off. I don't want to be around that shit. It's just, you know, he, he's the same way. He'll do right for a little short while. And then he'll be back on my shit list again. Because he, 
can't get right. He can't stay on the straight and narrow path. He's I put his ass in jail one time, but even without me putting him in jail, he's in and out of jail on his own. He just can't get it together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you know, this this is life at this point, unfortunately. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tierra Willie, you were so right. The father of my kids, baby mama white. And man, she looks smacked as fuck. I said, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> I said, oh hell no, smacked as fuck. The bitch literally fucking shaved her eyebrows to to put new ones on. Like this bitch put eyeliner on. And she looks stupid. Oh my gosh. But see, but it's like, you know, they white or whatever like that. They don't care. Black, they don't be giving a fuck who they thought. They, oh, it's just a white woman. They don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matthew 5.29 But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust for her as a... In the scripture, for you people who are reading from Bible scriptures about what we're talking about, you must have the energy to read the full fucking scripture. Do not come in here and read that scripture and act like you got so discouraged that you just left the, the other half on the end. Fuck out of here, yo. Read the whole scripture. Man up and be about what you about. <laughs> it made me sick. Oh. I, you know, I'm so sick of these people. I don't even want to read the whole scripture. No. Read the whole fucking scripture, man. Fuck out of here. Matthew 5, 28. Okay. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery within the heart. Okay. So let's, let me put this here. I'm right. not I'm, I'm a spiritual part spiritual person because I feel like all religions are connected. The only thing that makes them di- different is man's greed, right? Um, You can lust a person and love them at the same time and I also think the best relationships require both. You never gonna sit here and tell me that you don't, you could be married to your wife for 50 plus years and not lust her in any type of way. You never could tell me that you're happy and excited about your person that you're married with as a woman and say you don't lust that man in a certain way. But yeah. you match love and effort. So I feel like you need both. Mm-hmm. You're 100% right. Thank you. Let's keep it moving. John. Man. He just. <laughs> He just learned how to use his app. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. First John two sixteen for all that. <laughs> this is not yes, it. Why do you guys think that? Both of my baby daddies have told me that shit. Oh, yeah. that they locked in for life, nigga. No, the fuck you not. not. I don't know. Maybe my oldest my uh, first baby daddy. Maybe that nigga do think he locked in for life because my stupid ass keep going back to him. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I do love him. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I, we have, I've been with him since we were teenagers, but I don't know. They they, they do think that, because I got kids by them, that they, oh, they got me forever. 
No, nigga, you don't. You need to know that I can leave you anytime I fucking feel like it. Anybody. Okay, get, get that cockiness out your voice. We are not locked in for life. I mean, as far as these children go, we are, but don't think you all that, nigga. No. One of my kids' dads, when he, um, because he doesn't drive and he lives up north, when he comes down to visit, I allow him to stay at my house for the the three days that he's here max because I can't take him over three days. Uh-huh. When he stays here, that man can sleep in the living room. He can sleep in his daughter's room. And even if he sleeps in my bed, sir, you are just going to sleep. There's no touching. There's no boo grabbing. There's no nothing going on. And he doesn't understand. I thought you said you haven't, you know, dealt with nobody in such and such long. I said, yeah, correct. Doesn't mean I'm correct you. And you ain't it. Because to me, mentally, when you're done with a person and mentally when somebody cannot feed you and clearly does not do right by their child, as a man, you have nothing to give me, not even dick. Yes. And that's where your your discipline needs to be and your self-control needs to be. I hope y'all heard what she said, man. Like, that was very important as to you know what the standards are. Where I was like, "Yo, if you can't provide for me and my family, you don't need to be trying to get back in this." Sir, no, this is it's no. Little, that's simple. This pussy is no longer your comfy couch. Message. <laughs> yes, Dungeon. Unfortunately, you're right. This is my fucking life because <laughs> I made the stupid decision to. Uh, lay down with this dude and I don't know I'm I'm swallowing that big ass pill I swear man you don't know I'm swallowing the pill yes so yeah this this is my life <laughs> unfortunately you know but I make do with the best of it I come to terms with it I understand like this is the shit that I'm gonna have to deal with unfortunately and so my daughter is at least 18 so yeah yeah, Dungeon, I'm, I already know. This is life. And this is another thing. People people who be like, this is why you need to find you a man that can lead and a woman that can, you know, submit. And y'all need to get married and then have kids as if that means something. Well, yeah. That means something to whoever the fuck it means something to. But also people who once get married and are together and do have children also get divorced. And let me tell you something. Me well, working for four plus years I can tell you this once you get married and you you get divorced you are no longer single you are always divorced until you once get married again so when you make that decision to to be married don't think that person doesn't have the option to leave doesn't have the option to wake up one day and be like I don't want this no more and I don't want this with you because that can happen so we need to stop bringing up marriage first as if that's going to be like the forever glue to your shit. It's not. Exactly, exactly, yo. Like people don't get that. Man. It's like, oh, you know, we get married, blah blah blah. This is what it is. And you're like, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> but you know, we're in a different stage and age nowadays, so everybody acts funny. But I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with you on that. So, play this other message we got over here. See, what I went through with men, I always got, they always be misleading. Mm. 
very misleading. Every guy I talk, every guy I talk to, they just mislead me all the time. It's not misleading. It's saying one thing, not showing up, and us making excuses for why they didn't show up. Don't make excuses for why they didn't show up. They didn't show up because they didn't want to show up. That's yeah. not misleading. That's like you repeatedly not wanting to see and be like, okay, this is what this is. Yeah. Like a lot it, of people, we, we get, and I have done this in my 20s, I get in love, I fall in love with the potential of something being great and it ne- not being great. And and please, Jay, believe this. I've said it, I don't know how many times tonight, I've said it so many times tonight, you ain't changing shit. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to express this to you, whether you want to believe it or not. I get it. You're like, oh, uh, he'll do this for me. No, he won't. Mm-hmm. He won't do that for you. He won't. History is showing us niggas ain't doing shit for nobody. Niggas want to do shit for themselves. Thanks. You think he's gonna do it for you? Thanks. He's not doing shit for nobody. Don't expect it. Don't sit there wasting your time with it. Like we didn't went through, but damn near every sit, uh, uh, situation tonight, and changing is definitely not been one of them. That's gonna happen. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I, I feel for trying, but it's it's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? So, you know, you can ask um, myself, and she gets it as much as you want. But it's just, you know, you and, that, and like I said, you shouldn't get into a relationship where you have to change somebody. Yeah. You know, they should already be, in my opinion, they should already be equipped for you. Yeah. And, and what you're looking for, not all. Yeah, no, it's going to take me a few years to get you where I need you to be. It's like, when I choose people, it's like when I go shoe shopping. Mm -hmm. I get into the shoe store either because I want, I need shoes or I don't need shoes, but if I see something that's the right price and I like it, Mm -hmm. I'll buy it, right? Mm -hmm. You could go through the whole shoe store one time and look at every shoe and nothing initially catches your eye or you love it on sight. You go back around the store one more time, you're going to start to convince yourself that you like something that you really don't like and you really don't need. So my thing is when you see something on somebody or you see a character flaw or personality trait and you don't like it and you just maybe over time they'll get to see that they can do that less or don't do that at all or maybe change that because I don't like it and they love me enough to change it. Don't do it. If it if it ain't right on the first try and the first go around and what you see and what you're aware of and they don't owe you shit, uh-huh. then don't do it. But if it's right and you fall in love with it and you see it and they don't owe you shit and they still come through and it's consistent, then that's when you know. Yeah, all different situations. So pay attention to it, man. Pay attention to the audience. The knowledge that myself and Shan has given y'all tonight, you know, you uh, females that do, or males that do uh, one night stands, we are giving you the the keys and the instruments so we can make this shit work for you and where people respect you as a husband or wife afterwards. So, you know, if you want to do what we, we told you, make sure you take it seriously. And uh, <laughs> that's going to work for you and benefit you in your future, man. You know what I mean? We we spent a few hours here tonight making sure that uh, y'all y'all uh, 
know know the the pros and cons, as we should say, of sexing on the first night. Mm. And we've we've been a pro community of uh, one night stands and making sure that y'all work. So, you know, we want to now see and make sure that y'all go up there and make sure that it does work. And that uh, give us some stories. And it'll be a part two with this. <laughs> Trust me, it'll be it'll definitely be a part two with this. Mm-hmm. This is a popular attack, a popular uh, topic. Uh, so people want to hear about it and have follow-up on things. So, you know, y'all let us know how it worked out for you and what tactics you use. And then we will definitely fill that into the rest of the community and let everybody else know that it is possible to be a uh, one night stand that becomes a husband or wife. You know what I mean? Let's uh, play, play, get these last few messages out of the way. Hold on. Oh, shit. What did I say? Can you commit to. No, no, I cannot. Beep, beep, beep. Hey, put in, put this note in that envelope over there. Say no. Yes, put over there in that envelope for me, sir. Say no. All right, thank you, sir. Beep, beep, beep. All right, I see you. <laughs> I don't know, brother Williams. You didn't convince me, man. I think you might be all right with one night stands, and they convinced you to be. The uh, <laughs> the number one position because you ain't telling me you ain't convinced me that that's not what you was into. So try a little bit harder this time, bro. <laughs> Next message. This was a good live tonight. <laughs> Thanks for the you know the opinions and stuff. But I gotta get ready to go to work. Y'all have a good night. Bye. Thank you. You have a good night too, Jay. You just let us know. How everything worked out for you. Peace. So we can make sure that you got yourself a man in your life. Peace. That's going to treat you right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I'm trying to get some sleep myself, everybody, at this point. I'm sure uh, Shan is, too. <laughs> We've been on here with y'all for, oh, three and a half hours. What the fuck? Well, I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> God damn! I thought, this, I thought we was on like two hours. I was like, yeah, we've been here for almost. Uh, yeah, you know, it's been a pleasure. Um, Shane, you know, this has been a great talk. We definitely need to do this again. Um, do you, you want to pick the topic for the next one? Um, yeah, we gonna help uh, quote unquote lanes get pussy. Okay, there you go. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know I'll I'll just send you that topic. You you still you got the same schedule, right? For yeah. uh, okay, so I, I'll send you I'll send you that topic, and we'll set up the next talk for how to make sure the good guy gets some pussy. Yeah, because we we sick of him not winning right now. That's and right. Uh, we'll put his last message, and then we're we'll gonna get up out of here. Hold on for a second. Back to me. <laughs> Hey, here's another note. And, and write this down and put it in another note box right there. I said, no. Look here. I met my boo on the internet. And we met up at Popeye's. And three months later, he sent the lovely flowers to my grandmother's funeral. And then after that, I really fall for him. No, it wasn't a one-night stand. No. 
Uh-uh. I always look at one night stands for a little bump in the bump in if I need it and keep it going. But no, they don't get nothing on a one night stand. No, ain't no bump bump the bump in the, Not on a one night stand. Uh-uh. It might, might get a little, wait about two or three months and get a little taste. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. Beep, beep, beep. All right, <laughs> <laughs> right brother. Moons, we free, man. We, you know, that opinion might change. With the next show, we'll have uh, one y'all see, you know, follow both of us. Uh, we will be setting up shows very soon. Uh, content controversy, what we do here, we appreciate y'all listening tonight. Appreciate the participation. Yes, uh, and check out She Gets a Podcast on all your podcast platforms. We'll be back. Yes, her, her, and uh, she gets it in uh, Hey Greg. Yay. Great shows. Well, this is how this is how we met because I was on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, they really yeah. good shows, and, and uh, we will have really good shows as well. So we appreciate uh, the uh, com- comments, the claps, everything, and uh, yeah. follow up with us. Uh, myself and uh, she gets it. We'll set up another show for y'all, and we will take it from there. In the next few weeks, I'm going with the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the Super Bowl. Y'all have a good night. <laughs> Night. <laughs> Thanks for having me, y'all. She gets it.